might be joining us on Christo Rain Network or perhaps on our weekly podcast. Either way, we want to welcome you to Empowering Your Destiny with Dr. Carol Ann Abbott. It is so nice to have you join us today. You know, the first step in empowering yourself is to fulfill your destiny, is to have a relationship and intimacy with the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one who is the source, the power, and the empowerment, and has the master plan of success for your life and for your destiny fulfillment. Amen. So last week, when I was with you, we talked about intimacy with Abba Father. Today, I want to share some thoughts with you about intimacy in your relationship with Jesus, particularly in the aspects of Jesus being our shepherd and our bridegroom. So first, I want to begin to share a personal story with you. Uh, Many years ago, I would have these visions in my spirit of meeting Jesus uh, near a tree on a little grassy hill. Sometimes I would see a stream running on the right side of me. And then other times there there was always a lot of grass. But then sometimes I would see a field over here to the left. And sometimes it would be blooming and or sometimes it wouldn't be but the thing that was always constant was I would always feel comforted and very safe in that place where Jesus and I would be leaning up against this tree he might have been hugging me or holding me um, there's many times when I just closed my eyes and then the spirit would transport me to that same special place. It was kind of a, a reoccurring thing. So over the years, if I was in a frustrating time, I could actually close my eyes and then just start to see it and go to that place. I would, it, it was me running to Jesus and going to that place with him. And in his presence, peace would always come. As the Prince of Peace, he would always show up and he would always comfort my soul. Many years later, I realized, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I realized that this lovely place on the grassy knoll with the flowing stream matched the exact description that I found in Psalm 23. And I'm embarrassed because it's like... It took me quite a few years to realize, oh, that is Psalm 23. And I love Psalm 23. Um, I don't know how many of you do this, but your birth date might be, you know, one of your favorite numbers or a number you identify with. So I'm born on, on the 23rd. So that's another special place for me with Psalm 23. Um, So what I want you to do right now is I want to create the same experience for you where you can come to that special place with Jesus. So I want you to close your eyes and envision yourself from your spirit in this place as I read Psalm 23 to you. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside the still waters. 
He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Lord, I just ask you to minister your grace and your peace to each one right now as they sit at that tree with you. Thank you, Lord, for your peace, for your grace, for your comfort. So now you can open your eyes. And what I want to do is just talk about each one of those verses. Um, This has always been my safe place and my place of refuge. And I want to invite you to it so you can go there too with Jesus. So the Lord is indeed my shepherd. He feeds, he guides, he shields me. And I feel comfort in that place with him. And you can too. Um, In verse B it says, I shall not lack or I shall want for nothing, depending on which version that you read from. And that has indeed been my experience with the Lord. He's met all my needs above and beyond. His, His provision has not only been abundant, but many, many times has actually been extravagant. I take rest in those green pastures as he restores my soul with peace next to those still waters. You can even just meditate on these verses and just go right there to that place of peace with him. And in that place, he leads us in the paths of righteousness. I believe we'll sense his counsel besides his comfort. He truly refreshes, when he refreshes your soul, it's your life and your inner being. Your soul is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And so if those are flared up, he can bring peace to those right then and influence you to make the right choice instead of stepping out in anger or a a triggered response. Amen. And then in the the third uh, part of that verse, it talks about, and he does this as we reflect on situations with him. He'll give us that grace and guidance, but it's not because we've earned it, but it's just because of the price that he's paid for our lives. And then verse four, it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Um, It reminds me of a song that Mandisa sings called Leave It in the Valley. And sometimes you just got to leave those things in the valley as as we're, you know, we can be walking through that shadow of death, that valley of the shadow of death. But I've noticed the Lord has never left me alone once. 
He's walked with me through many death-like experiences in my life. Usually they've been physical. Sometimes they can be emotional. Um, I remember kind of a joke that makes me laugh. Um, But it's true. It has a lot of validity to it. And, And it goes like this. And maybe you've heard this too. If you find yourself going through hell, don't stop. Just keep on going. Sometimes the the valley of the shadow of death may feel like a hellish experience, but it's important to remember that it is not a time to sit down in the middle of it and have a pity party. Remember that Jesus is with you in it. Um, What we can do is we can declare out loud. This is verse four. It says, I will fear and dread no evil. And that's what we can do. If you find yourself in that place in that valley, Say, I decree and declare, I will fear and dread no evil. And you just keep on going. Jesus will protect you with his rod. He'll guide you with his staff. And you'll experience his comfort that leads you through to the sunny side and out of the valley. Amen? Amen. Verse 5 says, You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. And it's amazing that that is another scripture, another uh, verse that I can also relate to. I I had a dream once about, and it was set in heaven, and there was um, these banquet tables in long rows with white tablecloths. And I'm seated at this table, and I'm being served by someone that I know. And they had a tray and, and beverage, and they were serving me. And now, when I think about that person, I wouldn't necessarily consider them an enemy, really. Um, however, it's somebody that maybe has been at enmity with God. They've not been friends with God and maybe doesn't know the Lord. Um... But as far as I know, I don't know that she has a relationship with him at this point. But it's like this dream. I was real excited because it was indicating uh, the possibility that she would. And so I have prayed for her and her family that they would indeed know the Lord and have salvation. Um, so that's kind of interesting that about that, that scene that about the banqueting tables in heaven. Um, The next part of verse 5 says, I will anoint your head with oil. And I had this very vivid dream one morning. It was really, really awesome. In this dream, um, I was being carried by an eagle. And the eagle dropped me into this pond, not of water, but of golden oil. And I was just dropped by this eagle in this golden oil, and I come up totally dipped, totally covered. It was like I was anointed anointed in his oil, baptized in anointing oil. And it reminds me of that verse in Psalm 23, verse 5. Um, the next part of verse 5 says, My brimming cup runs over. And you know, that reminds me of just living out of the blessings of God in your life. Um, I've painted one of my watercolors is a is called the blessing cup, and so I just kind of identified with that. I painted that years ago before I knew about Psalm 23, and realized that maybe that's what that could be. That my brimming cup runs over. So it challenges us to remember to live 
out of an overflowing cup from the life of Jesus that was given for us. So I claim that promise that my cup runs over. Um, It's amazing that all those verses I look at and I'm like, wow, Lord, you've given me either a real life experience or many experiences in the spirit realm that match up to those verses, which makes it really personal, Psalm 23 for me. Um, And I just want to challenge you that you can also, I pray today that you come closer into an intimate relationship with him as your shepherd king, as you meditate on Psalm 23. And even the very last verse, verse 6, it says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And that has truly happened up until this point. And there's no reason why I shouldn't believe that it wouldn't continue. So I believe that God's grace, his goodness, and his mercy will continue to follow me. And it says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. How beautiful is that? Isn't that awesome? So I pray that you personally experience every verse of Psalm 23, that you would come closer to that intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So secondly, I want to share with you about having a relationship with Jesus, your bridegroom. Now, I I have quite a I have several sermons on this another one I haven't even preached yet that'll be coming up in the future um, about the bride I have dreams about being the bride uh, whenever I have dreams about being the bride it's you know the body of Christ is the bride so many times when I get these dreams it's for the body of Christ it's just not for me personally um, but it's about this time of preparation this time is coming close like we need to get ready. We need to be ready for him when he comes. Because right now we're in a process of becoming his beautiful bride without spot or wrinkle that will reflect his magnificent glory. So one of the things I want to share with you, um, I have no, no secrets back. Whatever I'm getting from the Lord that he gives me permission to share, I'm sharing with you. So, one of the books that I've been slowly savoring, because I've just been enjoying it so much, is this book here. Can we get that on camera? It's called The Sacred Journey. And it's um, a sacred journey, I'm sorry, The Sacred Journey, God's Relentless Pursuit of Our Affection. And it's by Brian and Candace Simmons. So, this book is based on the book of the Song of Solomon, but they they um, do the verses from the Passion Translation, which it, 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 it just like it says, the Passion Translation, it's very passionate. It's, it's, um, it just really draws you in. It's, it's a very intimate reading for the Song of Solomon. Now, the perspective of the book is written that it's actually a foreshadowing of the relationship between the bride, which is the body of Christ, and King Jesus himself. 
so they just talk about uh, so it's between so we are the Shulamite woman in the Song of Solomon and Solomon is Jesus and so they extract various verses and and how it relates to us in our relationship with Jesus on the second uh, the 22nd chapter is called a cry for more and I just keep going back and going over these verses it's Song of Solomon chapter 4 verse 16 through chapter 5 verse 1 and this is what it says it says then may your awakening breath blow upon my life until I am fully yours it's like asking for the breath of God for Jesus to breathe upon us to keep breathing upon our life until we become fully his our heart fully surrendered then it continues breathe upon me with your spirit wind and it's a capital S breathe upon me with your spirit wind stir up the sweet spice of your life within me spare nothing as you make me your fruitful garden this is the Shulamite's cry to the king a cry for more she says, spare nothing until you make me your fruitful garden. Are many of you not crying out for more fruitfulness in your life? I know I am. Hold nothing back until I release your fragrance. Come walk with me as you walked with Adam in the paradise garden. Come taste the fruits of your life in me. And doesn't that just make us more aware that we're just these, we want to be anointed as vessels of his grace, that he can taste the fruit that comes from our life, that we're actually bearing fruit um, from him in our lives. And it's an invitation for more. She's crying out to him, come walk with me as you walk with Adam in the garden. Amen. So I, I love this. It's like... Um, Water, the water of life is flowing from our inner, inner spirit being. And she says, spare nothing as you make me your fruitful garden. Hold nothing back until I release your fragrance. Isn't that beautiful? So this is an incredible cry coming from the depths of the Shulamite woman's heart. She asked for the breath of heaven to stir her garden and unlock the fragrances of her heart so looking away from herself she begins to prophesy to the wind to begin to stir her life i think this is this is so awesome um especially for some of you that are that are maybe uh, whether you're new to your life with the lord or whether you're more seasoned, but you're still crying out for more maturity. Um, there are some issues of God's you know, training in our lives that can only result from testing and trials. And we realize that as we've been walking with the Lord for, for any length of time. Um, you know, we have to get rid of pride and self-confidence, anger, Fears of all kinds, 
but they get exposed by those um, by those things that we can go through. And so the Shulamite woman now, she understands the importance of adversity in the process of maturing into the fragrant garden of God. She cries out for more discipline and more training. She says, whatever it takes, Lord, awaken, awaken the spirit winds, come do your work in me, Blow on my garden, blow on my ministry, blow on my life in you, and finish the work of bringing forth your life, your goodness, in me and through me. Isn't that awesome? So because, you know, we want to come into the full stature of being ready, of being that perfected bride when he comes. And whatever is not quite perfected, I believe it'll be perfected in a wink of an eye as he comes to, to get us. So, I pray today that, that this has ministered life and blessing to you uh, before we, we finish. You know, I want to, I want to share an experience, Lord, with you just putting this on my heart. That there's been times when I've gone through some trials, I've been going through some, go through some hard things. And there's been times when I cry out, just like she did, I say, Lord, don't let me out of this until I learn everything that you want me to learn. And it's not, when I say learning or or, uh, we go through these disciplines, it's not that God is punishing us, but there's lessons that we just need to learn. And I'm like, Lord, open my eyes to help me to understand, to learn this. I don't want to have to go through this again, so just let's get it done now. So help my understanding. Help me to pass the test or to, you know, whether it's not being patient or um, getting easily offended, if it's our love walk or just our faith walk, that we're, you know, getting to the next level of faith, whatever that is. When we cry out for more of Him and to, to be able to grow and get to that next level, that's a sign of maturity in Him. Do you understand? Because we want to be more like Him. And we're constantly being perfected into His perfect image. Amen. So Lord God, right now, I just cry out for each one. And I say, Lord, I ask you to touch them where they're at. You know exactly what they've been going through. I see some of you have been going through what I'm seeing as some fierce trials. And the Lord says, I'm going to I'm gonna blow on that flame, the Lord says. And he says, don't worry, it is not going to consume you. But the Lord says, I am perfecting you in this day, in this moment, saith the Lord. I am burning out everything with that refiner's fire that is not of me. The Lord says, you're going to feel free. You're going to feel different. He says, when you come through this, know that I am with you in the fire, saith the Lord. It's not a punishing fire. It's not the fires of hell, but it's the refiner's fire that's purifying. It's gold. It's pure gold as the Lord's chosen vessels. Amen. You know, there's there's one more thing I want to... Um, Another point the Lord wants me to make, and I'm going to pray for you again. But I don't know if all of you have had the opportunity to see there's a series out called The Chosen. And the first season has been on Peacock. 
Um, and what is the, the, the net, the, but the two seasons, they're finishing the second season now. What is it? How would people find that? The Chosen? There's an app. So if you go to your app store on your phone or computer, um, pull up the, it's called The Chosen. And if you pull that up, it's free. You can see all of these episodes. And the reason the Lord's having me to share this with you is it's a, it is an, an awesome way to experience that intimacy with the Lord. And the, don't you feel that? My daughter's here as we're filming together and, um, and producing the, the podcast this week. So The Chosen is, um, if you've seen any Christian productions, some people might find some things kind of cheesy. This is not cheesy. There is no nacho cheese in it. It is just uh, a beautiful, high-quality uh, production that causes the New Testament to come alive, that the Gospels begin to come alive. And they have um, the, the gentleman that plays Jesus. He Between the script and what he does it just brings the gospel alive and you can see the light in his eyes you feel that love in your intimacy and the intimacy with him and it draws you in you want to go start reading the, the gospels so um i probably told you more than i should about this but it's really beautiful if if you have a desire just watch one or two episodes okay okay our time was finishing soon so um that would be another my third tip one um, read Psalm 23. Second, read the Song of Solomon. Maybe you could get the Passion Translation or bring it up on your computer. Read the Song of Solomon and the Passion Translation. Or you might want to get this book. It's just really great. Every chapter. The Sacred Journey by Brian and Candace Simmons. The next tip is to bring up the, the Chosen app and watch. Just watch one or two. That's all. Just one or two. Then you'll know if it's for you. So let me pray for you right now. Lord God, I pray for each one. I know that their hearts are are really softened right now, that they want to have more intimacy with you. So Lord God, I ask you, our good shepherd, our King Jesus, to touch each one, to begin to bring Psalm 23 alive, that they would begin to experience each verse, that you would meet them in the spirit realm, you would meet them in their natural life, you would meet them in their dreams like you did with me, and bring that relationship to them. Lord God, let them be able to visualize and go into the spirit realm and meet you there by that tree, by that spring there and that stream, Lord God. Lord, we also just call out to you as our bridegroom, and we want more of you. Lord, I ask you to visit each one. Give them bride, bridegroom encounters. Bring the Song of Solomon alive to them. Lord God, I ask you to visit us in our dreams. Visit us in our prayers, Lord God. I thank you for more encounters with you and deeper intimacy in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. I release angels around each one that you would be with each one of them and Protect them on this journey with Jesus, our good shepherd, our bridegroom. Lord, we just want to draw closer to you, and I pray that for each brother and sister that is connecting with us today. In the name of Jesus, I just pray for God's goodness and mercy to chase you down each day. In Jesus' name. 
We love you. Look forward to seeing you next week.